Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Dane Wigington with us, executive producer for the incredibly groundbreaking climate engineering documentary film called The Dimming. He is also the lead researcher and administrator for the website geoengineeringwatch.org. Dane has a background in solar energy, was a former employee of the Bechtel Power Corporation, and was a licensed contractor in California and Arizona. He has devoted the last 20-plus years of his life to constant research on the issue of covert global climate engineering operations and the effort to expose and halt them. Dane has appeared in numerous films and interviews in his effort to educate all of us on the extremely dire environmental and health dangers we face from the ongoing global climate intervention programs. Dane, welcome back, my friend. How are you doing? Good, George. Been a while. It's been a while. It's... Yes, but thank you for your continued attention to the sky. And since we first dialogued about this so many years ago, uh, how much has happened, how much has unfolded, and and what I would start the conversation with is this: whatever anyone in the listening audience, whatever their opinion is on anything climate, how can there be any legitimate discussion about that subject from any perspective? without first and foremost addressing the global climate intervention operations, which are completely derailing all natural cyclical patterns. I mean, the strangest weather patterns I've seen this year already. I was in St. Louis for a couple months, Dane, and we went from 50 degrees to zero in about a week and a half, and now it's going back up to 50 again. That's bizarre. That's climate engineering. And and that's an aspect of climate engineering, George, that until at least now, and we hope that changes, 
very quickly that we've been the only one, geoengineeringwatch.org, only source that has tried to bring to light this core aspect of climate intervention operations, which is chemical ice nucleation cloud seeding. It's endothermic reacting materials. These are patented processes of seeding cloud moisture that create those flash surface cool downs. Again, patented processes, your listeners can find those patents at geoengineeringwatch.org. They can search Chinese scientists engineer snowstorm. They'll find out all major media covered it. But if you bring it up here, suddenly they try to marginalize you. In fact, in, on the Chinese engineering of snowstorms, converting what should have been liquid precipitation into frozen precipitation, and this chemically frozen material does, is, as this process continues, radically cools surface temperatures. And I want to stress that surface temperatures because we have the climate engineering cover-up actors at the Weather Channel and, and other such organizations trying to explain away why it's 20, 25 degrees warmer, 10,000 feet up. And that's not nature. That's not natural. They're creating a cold, dense layer on the ground with chemicalized nucleation operations, and that's how they create those circumstances. And in the Chinese situation, Fox News covered it, Popular Science, MSNBC, The Guardian, everybody. But yet you bring it up here, and suddenly uh, you are marginalized. I remember years ago when the Chinese hosted the Olympics, and they were asked about the weather. And they simply said, don't worry about the weather. We control that. Well, let's go back to the 60s in Vietnam, when the U.S. military was so successful at controlling the weather. Project Popeye's historical record that by the 70s, there were international treaties passed forbidding weather modification for uh, military purposes. Yeah. Not that anybody pays attention to that, but how far has it come since then? And as far as what's coming down in our air column, George, and the, aside from the weather aspect, the health aspect, there's an absolute plethora of highly toxic elements coming down in our breathable air column, our precipitation, and this includes elements stored like polymer fibers. How many articles have we seen lately that plastic nanoparticles are in everything, virtually everything, and it's all attributed to decomposing plastic in the environment, which we don't deny. But we know that climate engineering patents call for polymer fibers and this would be a distribution all over the globe, and that's exactly what we have. We have polymer fibers showing up in everything, copious quantities of them, by the way. They found, what, 200,000 particles in one bottle of so-called pure water? 200,000 particles? So it's, it's everywhere, from North Pole, South Pole, Mount Everest, and we know it's a part of the climate engineering mix. Our lab tests prove it, along with aluminum, barium, strontium, manganese, surfactants, graphene. It's a long list, George. Dane, why the geoengineering? What's the purpose? Um, this is, again, a, a very multi-layered scenario, and it's not just a this or that. So you have many agendas being carried out. Here's, here's the two key ones. They are trying to mask the severity of damage already done to the planet by engineering those flash cooldowns that you just mentioned, because people very quickly forget, even if they had the summer from hell, we had, what, 131 days in in Arizona, above 110. We have heat records being shattered right now in in parts of South America, Australia, Europe, and we have almost the entire North American continent right now at above or far above normal temperatures. But as long as there's a flash cool down somewhere in some snow, perhaps Erie, Pennsylvania, or Buffalo, where they can pile up the lake effect snow, and they photo-op that, no matter how hot it is elsewhere or how hot it was over the summer or 
people instantly forget, well, there's winter somewhere, so it must be fine. So it helps to mask much of the damage already done to the planet, to buy them time, to pacify populations, and this, and this is very important, it is a covert weapon of war. It is the crown jewel weapon of the military-industrial complex because it is the weapon with which they can bring populations to their knees, even U.S. populations, because those who think the U.S. government is here to protect and preserve the U.S. population, time to wake up. So they can bring populations to their knees without those populations ever even knowing they're under assault, crushing crop production. We see that systematically across the globe. We see flash floods, flash droughts, flash freezes. It's so consistent. There's no chance. And we're testing precipitation, so we know it's not nature. So bottom line is, this is the crown jewel weapon of control, and I'll leave with this. Biologically, we know that there's polymer fibers in the precipitation. We know there's graphene in the precipitation. Our lab just proved that working with one of the, the globe's most recognized agricultural institutions on this. So those two are used for biological carrier platforms and military biological warfare. Why is that in our reign, and what else might be coming down that we haven't identified yet? We've talked for 20 years plus of chemtrails, and originally when we started talking about this, Dane, people thought we were nuts. I don't think they think we're nuts anymore. Well, those who maybe did or maybe do have simply not done any research. And to their credit, in New Hampshire, have you seen that, George? Have you seen the New Hampshire legislation that they're trying to fight through right now? I have not. What's going on there? Well-drafted legislation to ban geoengineering operations, they use the correct terms to their credit, over their state. It's ongoing right now. There's legislatures there trying to ban it. Rhode Island tried, failed. There's a lot of pushback against this because those in power do not want any awareness, let alone regulation, of what's happening in our skies. And we know this because we have government documents that we have found and posted at geoengineeringwatch.org. One is 800 pages long. Your listeners can find this if they search our documents section. Important sections highlighted that specifically call for total blanket legal immunity for anyone and everyone involved with these programs. And here's another point, and I'll give it back to you, George. This document also calls for intergovernmental cooperation, even between governments with otherwise adversarial relationships, because you can't just geoengineer over your own country without affecting the entire world. So what's that mean? It means China, Russia, U.S., whatever the surface tensions may be, whatever the publicized conflicts may be, they are absolutely positively colluding and cooperating on this issue, period. Dane, with geoengineering, is there anything positive that comes out of this? No. These operations are benevolent, period. And so you listeners understand the term. It means to engineer, to manipulate the planet's life support systems on a global scale. And that's what it is. And it's the term is primary term solar radiation management, stratospheric aerosol injection, again, stated official purpose to block some of the sun's incoming thermal energy to slow down the warming of the planet. What else does that do? Destroys the ozone layer, completely disrupts the hydrological cycle, contaminates virtually everything. Now, this is nothing short of weather and biological warfare, George. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Who came up with this plan, Dane? Many, many along the way. There are many contributors, and those that want to point a finger at people like Bill Gates, because they have openly discussed the need to do this immediately as if it's not happening already. But in fact, these operations were ongoing before Mr. Gates was even born. Was it the military that concocted it first? Certainly, certainly. We know these operations were first deployed at scale immediately after World War II. And George... You remember, I'm sure, that by the mid-70s, there was discussion of why wasn't the planet warming as fast as it was? Right. Are we entering an ice age? We had the whole of the so-called science community, climate science community, that weren't aware of the covert climate engineering operations that were first deployed at scale over the polar regions. It had an initial profound effect before the negative effects kick in, and we think statistical falsification was involved as well, but it looked like, it made it appear like the the warming had leveled off, and that was simply a result of geoengineering and statistical falsification. As the negative effects began to manifest and the warming began to skyrocket again by 1998, being the warmest year ever recorded to that point, what did the 
military-industrial complex do. They doubled down. They, they radically ramped up the programs in 98. They came up with the term climate change, George. Remember when that term suddenly came around That's instead right. of global warming? Climate change. And that's to cover the type of events you just described, these radical flash freeze going from literally, in the case of Denver, Colorado, 85-degree record highs to single digits in less than 24 hours. That's not nature. It's climate engineering. I was there. I was yep. getting, getting on a plane when the temperatures were plummeting. Yep. And they had the uh, crosswalk doors open because they needed to put bags in and out. Yeah, and it was blowing Dane into the plane, and I've never felt anything that cold. These materials are extremely cold to the touch. It's like a dry ice scenario to some degree, and in fact, chemically nucleated frozen material tends to sublimate like dry ice. What's that mean? Sublimation means that as these piles of frozen, chemically frozen material on sides of roads and all over, much of that reverts from a solid to a gas and bypasses the liquid phase so you don't get nearly as much runoff as you would from a naturally nucleated frozen material. Dry ice, of course, you get zero runoff. This material, you definitely get uh, runoff, but, but not what you would have gotten if it were naturally nucleated. Last year, which is not that far away, we had a massive fire in Maui in Hawaii. What do you think happened there? Here's what we can tell you definitively. And, and people, again, I encourage them not to believe anything I say, but to actually investigate. So we know climate engineering, which doesn't just involve the dispersion of these toxic nanoparticles in skies all over the world. It also involves the manipulation of these particles with radio frequency microwave transmissions like HARP. I know you know what HARP is, George, yeah. and many of your listeners, because they're astute, know what that is also. Thanks to our buddy Nick Baggage. Yes, Nick Baggage. He is certainly the renowned expert on Harp, which is an ionosphere heater. Your listeners can look that up. Ionosphere heater. It's a weapon of mass destruction. It's not benign. It can heat the ionosphere to profoundly high temperatures, expanding the atmosphere up and down. And that downward push manipulates pressure zones. I'm leaning back to Lahaina. Manipulates pressure zones in the atmosphere that can then steer up a liberal wind current. So in Lahaina, we had a very anomalous high pressure zone to the north, which spins clockwise in the northern hemisphere. We had a very anomalous low-pressure zone to the south that was almost a record trajectory for a low-pressure uh, distance traveled. That spins counterclockwise in the northern hemisphere. And between the two, even though they're both considerable distance from Lahaina, you still create a pressure tunnel in the middle that created a wind zone right over Lahaina. So, in essence, you created a blowtorch. Whatever the source of ignition, and that's a completely separate subject, whatever the source of ignition, once there is ignition, and you have a region like Lahaina with 80-mile-an-hour horizontal winds, you have incendiary materials that have been dropped for extended time frames beforehand. We know these particles, like aluminum nanoparticulates, those are incendiaries. In fact, so much so that they're used in, in thermite, which is a demolition. So you have foliage and structures coated with this this incendiary material. You have a horizontal 80-mile-an-hour wind. You had flash drought, which was declared in Lahaina the week before. Climate engineering is used to dry out regions beforehand. It's used to create drought. We have the leaders of countries like Iran on the floor of the UN stating NATO's cutting off our precipitation. You wonder why some of those people over there don't like us, because we're manipulating the weather, cutting off their their rain and, and destroying their crops. So we had the same thing in Lahaina. So dried it out, incendiary dust, create a wind tunnel, 
horizontal wind, blowtorch, whatever the source of ignition, town's gone. Frightening work, Dane. It, it truly is. How about Acapulco? Similar circumstance. And what about Canada? What about Canada? The same thing with the fires there. I encourage your listeners to search the engineering wildfire section on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org, and within that, they can find U.S. military document titled, we found that and posted it, Forest Fires as a Military Weapon, 140 pages long, describing exactly the kind of preparation that I just described to incinerate regions and create massive firestorms. So in the case of Canada, 70, almost 72,000 acres burned. That's To put that in perspective, that's bigger than the states of Florida or Georgia in one year. 71,000 acres. Why would the climate engineers want to lay the template for that? Again, the source of ignition, separate subject. We have peer-reviewed study that advocates for the burning, intentional burning of northern latitude forests to put enough particulate matter in the air to provide temporary cooling. Is that not total insanity? And George, remember when the big smoke cloud came down over the northeast and it cooled the region down by about 30 degrees? Remember that? Dramatically, yeah. So, again, people don't realize there's a lot of moisture in smoke. When you're incinerating the moisture out of all that foliage, you can actually that can actually precipitate. If you get a pyrocumulus cloud, you can actually have a fire cloud that creates rain. But as that moisture drift down, drifts down over some of the northeast areas, it appears from all available data that they're actually then chemically nucleating that moisture to cool it down even further. I mean, this is um, last-ditch efforts of the clinically insane and the incineration of forests, again, being advocated for in peer-reviewed study, George, we're in very, very dark territory now. Is this falling under the uh, guise of the Department of Defense? Who's handling this stuff? Then? If you look at, for example, the documents section, if people look there, there's presidential documents other than the ones I mentioned, but you have many agencies listed, including USFS, a Forest Service, you have DOE, Department of Energy. Um, there are many culpable parties involved in one way or another. Much of it is compartmentalized because, George, and people, this is one thing that we hear a lot. You probably have too, George. Have you ever heard they wouldn't do this to themselves? Have you heard people oh, say yeah, that? Many times. So, again, I cite, let's, let's look at what they've already done to themselves. Fukushima, triple nuclear meltdown, no one in sight, no technology to fix it. We have 442 more plants. Many of them should have already been decommissioned, but they're putting them back online. We're building 60 more nuke plants now. Uh, there's no sanity in this equation. When Fukushima might be an extinction-level event by itself, uh, we have uh, nuclear weapons, 2,400 detonations already. We have enough nuclear weaponry to exterminate humanity thousands of times over. We're building more. We're trying to incite war right now in the Middle East. And So, again, they've already done this to themselves. We're not dealing with sanity. We're dealing with a headless, heartless, soulless cancer. Uh, does some cancer intend to kill its host? No. It intends to proliferate at any cost, host eventually dies. And I want to stress that they, they, and by they, so your listeners understand, we're referring to the, those who control the flow of money, the central bankers. Would you agree, George, that that's the top of the ladder, those who control the money? Follow the money, Dane. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. 
for a decade. I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.